1: Always awesome when I have Nancy with us. We have Nancy Ruta from What's Up in the Universal Sky or UniversalSky.com. And we'll be talking about What's Up in the Universal Sky uh, for April. Correct. Correct. Hey Nance. Hey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Always great to see you. Good to see in you in person. Too. Yes. <laughs> um so yeah, March has been an interesting month. Oh, yeah, it's been weird, huh? Yeah, it's been a little heavy. Um yeah. And 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 not necessarily heavy for everybody. Right. Um, I know a lot of people I talk to are moving through like some pretty intensive anxiety issues. So and anxiety is a form of fear. Sure. Right. It's kind <laughs> of like fear of the future, fear of what's next. And so I find with because we're we're in the Venus retrograde. Right. It started on March the fourth and it goes until April the fifteenth. With this particular Venus retrograde, it did trigger a lot of kind of like fear of what is next in people's journeys in life. Being in the sign of Aries, we're understanding ourself in this. So Venus typically rules relationships, but this is really who am I in my relationship when it's in the sign of Aries. And we're tapping into our own personal values and beliefs, um, which is another Venus vibration. So I have found that a lot of people are moving through this anxiety energy and when you're making a choice in that place of anxiety, you're choosing from a place of fear and those choices don't necessarily bring you the outcome that you desire because you're making that from a place of fear, which means more than likely that fear will manifest on some level. Okay. Okay. The key is to recognize how to hold on to your own power, right? Because Venus retrograde in Aries is really saying, where is your power? And when you truly authentically stand in your own personal power, um, then there are no side effects, right? As long as you're using it for the betterment of yourself and for all others that are concerned, not to be overly powerful or greedily powerful with your energy. But if it's just you're honoring yourself, you honor what you believe in, you're grounded and anchored in that sense of internal power, then nothing really does go wrong. Right.
1: It's funny, I've made a lot of choices personally for me this Mm -hmm. this month. Bought a lot of stuff but which you know they say not to you know buy
0: stuff during a venus retrograde well you know
1: especially <laughs> if it's clothing and stuff but yeah that hasn't stopped me at all and 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 i don't think that you know i've looked at it and gone oh i uh, maybe i will after the venus retrograde i don't know but <laughs> some of the things i like i i have spent money and i know that that's one of the things with uh, venus retrograde but, yeah because um, venus is all about well beauty and money
0: yes yeah it's our personal values and beliefs and that kind of vibrates into the whole financial component right how we and aries is in my tenth money. house
1: except right now where i mean so part of it was in my 10th house and part of it's now in my ninth house
0: yes now that it's retrograded back yeah. So, it's right. Back, so, yeah. if it's retrograded back into your ninth house, then it's more diving deeper into your spiritual values mm-hmm. and beliefs. Mm-hmm. Still on a personal level, but it's like your personal values and beliefs as they reflect to your spirituality.
1: Right. Which makes a lot know. of sense. Makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. So, depending on what houses it goes through for people, um, we'll depict if there's more intensity than others. So for example, with mine, it's going through the eighth house. Mm. So there's a lot of intensity with the eighth house. Cause that's the house of death, transformation, rebirth. So it's and like other a people's deep money. and other people's money. It is a deep healing house, right? Okay. Um, where whatever transpires, like whenever Venus goes retrograde in the eighth house, there will be this need to heal at a very deep level. Mm. Right. Um, So yeah, depending on what house it's going through for individuals will depict how they're experiencing that energy of the Venus retrograde. Mm -hmm. Venus will retrograde back into Pisces, I believe I looked it up, April 2nd, um, which will shift the energy a little bit. Um, So there may not be that same intensity that we experienced in the beginning of March when it went retrograde because it was like smack dab right in the Aries vibe um it could be a little softer for some people it could also be pulling in some of that karmic completion energy that people if there's any residue left over from last year this is kind of like the fine and i know i've said it before with other like with the (laughs) pisces eclipse in march you know every time i research something new i'm finding more stuff right (laughs) um if there is any karmic completion energy that people need to finally let go of. This then there's time. the potential for the first two weeks in April. But I don't see it as being intense. So it's not like it's going to be wounding. It's, it's, there's more of the potential for healing than there is for wounding. Okay. But it is going to be a heavy. Yes. couple weeks. It, yes. It, it, because there's a lot of other stuff going right. on Which as we'll, we'll get to. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so, but I'm seeing the Venus energy soften a little bit as it moves into Pisces. Yeah, a much softer. It is a softer energy than Aries. (laughs) Um, Venus likes being in the sign of Pisces, too. So, how I'm really viewing the Venus in Pisces as it's retrograde is really about going inward, right? Pulling your energy in and totally doing like some deep meditative moments on. What do you want to attract in life? Right. Right. Um, Because you're potentially setting a new karmic stage, right, with Venus retrograde in Pisces to reactivate um, or create new karma.
1: Right.
0: Right. And again, karma is not good or bad. It just means balance. Right. Um, So I'm not seeing it as a negative thing at all. I'm seeing it as actually like it's going to soften, I hope. (laughs) <laughs> the energy from March. <laughs> Don't quote me on that yet.
1: <laughs> and it may depend where it is on your chart.
0: But, yes. Yeah. yeah. And it all depends on what your particular lessons are and how difficult they are for you to manage and heal.
1: How close is yours going into the seventh house?
0: Or is it? It won't be. It'll be mm-hmm. staying in my eighth house. Um, because I believe Venus goes direct. This is where I need to put my glasses on. Uh, sorry. (laughs) Venus goes direct on the 15th. It does. And I'm just, I just want to see what degree. Um. The
1: other page has.
0: 26 degrees of Pisces.
1: Oh, okay. So it didn't go, it doesn't go
0: far into Pisces. No, it doesn't go far into Pisces at all. Um. So, yeah, that'll be, like, pretty much conjunct my eighth house cusp. So. um, But for other people, again, depending on where it is in your chart, will depict, right, what's happening. So, um, the interesting thing to note is Mercury.
1: The M-word.
0: We'll be going retrograde.
1: While we're still in... No, that's not the... I guess it is the... Well... I had, like, I had my website down for, like, 12 hours. I think, I think it was near the beginning of March.
0: It um drove me nuts. Mercury's pre-shadow started on April, sorry, March 27th.
1: Oh, yeah. It wasn't Mercury. It was either, I don't know what it was, but I was, like, freaking out. Course, Mine was you know. down,
0: too. Really? Yep. Huh. Um, but that's just because my renewal. Oh. And I didn't, I didn't get the email saying right. that it needed to be renewed. Right. And, of course, the email comes to the... To the server at Universal Sky. Right. That you can't get into. Yeah. <laughs> that I can't get into because it needed to be renewed. <laughs> but the moment I went up and i am checking my email and I'm like, I haven't gotten email for like two days. This is really weird, right? So then I went on to my website, which is still under construction, but hopefully it'll be up soon. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Poor um I recognized that it was not online. Yeah. So that's when I picked up the phone immediately and went, yeah, need to reorder that. And I think about three hours after I repaid for my domain name, I got a call um, from I don't know who stating that they put in a request to bid on my domain name. Oh. Right? Um, so, so I'm fortunate that I did it right away because <laughs> somebody else was trying to buy it. <laughs> yeah,
1: but that you it stays in your name for like 90 days. Yeah, it does. It does. So it's not like they could have.
0: They just gave me a heads up that they were re- they put in a request to put a bid in on it. Um, because apparently, if if you let it go past the oh, 90 yeah. days, yeah, then it's up it's for theirs. auction kind yeah. of thing, right? Yeah. So, um, They just notified me of that. And I'm like, well, somebody, somebody's trying to steal my domain name. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so yeah.
1: Yeah. I, mine, I don't know what mine was. I have, I think it had to do with the, um, security, some, one of the security, like, because it's an HTTPS, HTTPS. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I think it had something to do with that, that it had switched over. I don't know what it was, but, you know, GoDaddy was throwing it off onto my security place because it was going through them, and they were throwing it off to GoDaddy. It, nobody wanted to take responsibility. <laughs> and then I was trying to, you know, fix it, and I made it worse. And, yeah. Yeah, you know. You know the story. So it was fun.
0: So oh, it was it was just in suspension mode well, it for was a couple a days. No, just one day. No, just one day. Oh, like one 12, day, 12 hours.
1: hours. Yeah. It just, Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Me um,
0: and that could be connected to your Venus or mm. the Venus retrograde.
1: Because it was in the 10th house at that time.
0: Yeah. So it was affecting your career on right. some level. Right. Interesting. So it was just like a minor adjustment that needed to be made on a career level ah. to get you back in alignment. There you go. <laughs> so, but what I before... didn't
1: freak out too much. I mean, I freaked out, but.
0: I was on the phone. Yeah. Most fixing of day. it. Yeah. <laughs> or trying to figure out trying. what the problem yes. was. More trying. And and a lot of times with technology it is very, very difficult to to figure out. Oh yeah. Um and you know, as soon as Mercury hit pre shadow, my computer starts acting up funny. Mm-hmm. My phone's doing weird things. I start receiving multiple texts again. So it's like, I, and all I'm doing is going, okay, universe, if this is the way it needs to be, then that's fine. I'm just going to let go. (laughs) You mean the shadow
1: that happened two days ago? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like, wait a minute. No, it was yesterday. What are we talking about?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I have this little glitch when it comes to sending email on my computer because my computer's older. Right. Um... And every time I hit send on an email, I get a message back saying message could not be delivered. You must receive mail before you can send mail. And so I'll hit send again and it bounces back and I'll hit send again and it bounces back and I'll hit send again. And and it's just this loop. And eventually I'll just hit the right time and space where I hit send and eventually it goes through. Wow. Right. So, I mean, that it can happen take... on your phone. No, it's on my computer only. So, it can take me like up to 12 hours to actually send an email. <laughs> oh my. So, do you use your phone a lot? <laughs> no, I don't have my email on my phone. Oh, dear. Because I can't access it based on the server oh. that it's on. So, this is like once I get my new website, then I can actually have my email on my phone. Right. Right. right? Um, and it's a lot easier for me to access on the phone. Versus through a standalone program right now, wow. which is the only way. And it's just all in conflict with the Mercury pre-shadow. Hmm. Wow. So, so yeah, I just breathe. You can only breathe through sure. technology stuff, right?
1: Yeah, and trust that it'll get straightened out like yes. it's supposed to. And Absolutely. It usually does.
0: But before Mercury goes retrograde, yes, we have Saturn going retrograde on April the 6th. It will be stationing retrograde at 27 degrees of Sagittarius, 47 minutes. Um, So we have Saturn right now in the center of our galaxy. Because galaxy center point, I believe, is like 26 Sag and change. Right? Um, And whenever Saturn's there, there can be a little bit of chaos with the ability to attract... I don't want to use the word attract. There can be... Challenges because one would be restructuring um, their larger goals in life. Sag pulling in that Jupiter energy of abundance um, and Saturn limiting that vibration point. Okay. So Saturn will be retrograde until August 25th, 2017. The only time we pay attention to Saturn retrograde is. A week before it goes retrograde to a week after, and then a week before it goes direct to a week after the whole phase of the Saturn retrograde being that it's what April may June, July, August four months right four and a half months um the whole phase of it is is really around restructuring, but we're not it's not a detail oriented planet right so it's not hitting us on a day to day level it's more about our career goals, where we need to restructure mm-hmm. and career where we need to restructure in terms of what we're building in our lives and what we want to like build upon, right? Um, Restructuring our foundation in anything that we have built. Um, And that's kind of like the vibration of it while it is retrograde. And again, we only feel it about a week before to a week after it actually stations direct or retrograde. Mm. So um, that will be on April 6th. So we have Venus retrograde, Saturn retrograde, We'll be stationing retrograde. Jupiter's already retrograde. And then on April 9th, Mercury goes retrograde at four degrees of Taurus, 50 minutes. Okay. Um, and it's interesting to note that Taurus's ruling planet is Venus. Oh. And Venus yeah. is retrograde. And Mercury goes retrograde in Taurus, so there is a little bit of cross energy happening between the isn't Venus, Venus retrograde. In
1: Pisces also. Uh...
0: It will be in Pisces. No, but isn't? Oh, it's second the ruler. No, Libra. So Venus is naturally ruled by the sign of Taurus and the sign of Libra. Oh. It Venus oh. likes being in the sign of Pisces. Pisces. Of the Neptune. Right. So its its vibration is enhanced in the sign of Neptune, but it's not its rulership.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sorry, I said Neptune. Mm-hmm. I meant Pisces.
1: Pisces is Neptune. Yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's. That. Well, and Pisces, ancient rulership is Jupiter. Oh, OK. Hmm. So when we look at like there's cross-referencing between Venus being retrograde in Aries going back into the sign of Pisces so it will be retrograde in the sign of Pisces. Jupiter which is Pisces ancient rulership is retrograde in the sign of Libra and Libra is the ruler of Venus Oh, okay so confusing. there's um there's there's a little <laughs> bit of like there's these crossing of energies right. taking place right. and that's why it's really difficult to pinpoint specifically what's going to happen right so like i can tell you what each one's doing individually but it's really hard to look at all of them together and say this is the outcome for you specifically hmm. right um Unless, of course, I see the houses that they're in. Then it gives me more detail. Mm-hmm. But, it, and and when I look at it from a global perspective, I've been staying away from the news. Oh, yeah. Because it's just not something, it's not a place where I want to focus my energy.
1: Well, it's never a place that I want to focus my energy, yeah. but it's getting...
0: <laughs> it's getting childish.
1: That's one way of putting it. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, and people will say to me, like, "Oh, are are you, you know, paying attention to what's happening politically in the United States?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, don't talk to me about it. I don't want to <laughs> know, and I don't care." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and not to say I'm being aloof in in the sense that you know, I I do care. I know that where people are are in the highest place that they can be. OK. And that's kind of like the intention that I set for anyone that I'm discussing with that that you hold the highest vibration you can hold for yourself. Um, right. And exactly. that's what I'm trying to do. Right. Exactly. And discussing politics or world events it's never is not I supporting do. me staying in a higher vibration. No. I'm not oblivious to it. Right. Um. And it serves those who need to focus on that, but it does not serve me.
1: I don't know that it serves anybody to focus on that, but because it's just so
0: fearful and so... Yeah. Well, and I, I say it, it serves those who choose to focus on it because that's their choice. Right. Right? I'm not right. judging what their choices yeah. are. No, no. Um,
1: I mean, I guess something... Ha- well, Yeah. Whatever time it has to change, it will
0: change. Yes. Absolutely. Um, So while Mercury is retrograde in the sign of Taurus, um, it's really a time to slow down and think, like really do some deep inner thinking. Right. Okay. Um, Because like in the sign of Taurus, we're focused on our values and beliefs. Venus will be retrograde when Mercury goes retrograde. So we're doing a lot of inner thinking anyways. And it's really like, so with Mercury retrograde, it's going to be showing you, um, what it is that you value and believe in. Right. Right. Um, it may be showing you that through an opposite polarity. Okay. (laughs) Um, but that is the key message, right? Where are you holding your values and beliefs? How are your thoughts in alignment with what you desire to attract? Okay, because Venus is the attraction planet. And with Mercury being retrograde in Taurus, it's putting emphasis on Venus, our ability to attract. And that's why keeping your thoughts in alignment with what you desire to attract is, is more beneficial. Okay. Um, And that comes to stability, security, comfort, uh, being more mentally open. Okay, versus closed, like really be honest with yourself. Right. And look deep into your mind. Hmm. So, Mercury will station direct on May 3rd. Right. At 24 degrees of Aries. So, again, reactivating that Aries energy.
1: So, this one's almost four
0: weeks. Yeah. Really close to four weeks. Yes. It is a little bit longer. Hmm. Um, and now I have a kitty playing with my foot. Yes. he likes to play. Yeah. Um, the thing is once Mercury retrogrades back into the sign of Aries, try not to be impatient. Oh yeah. Okay. Cause I think what this, um, Mercury retrograde is showing us is that nothing is permanent. Okay. OK, it's, it's about impermanence. Okay. Um, so just like whatever your thoughts and ideas are, whatever it is that you value and believe in and the directions that you want to take, just really be open. Hmm.
1: OK, I'm not sure what that means yet, but I don't either. Right.
0: Other than just be open. Right? Mm -hmm. Be open to changing your mindset. Be open to communicating differently. Um, Be open to communicating with more sensuality. Okay. Right? More honesty. A lot of people don't communicate from a place of honesty. Right. Right? Um, And I think the universe is really asking people to be honest with themselves. Right? Right? and tap into their own personal truth and when you tap into your truth you're in a place of power yeah when you express your truth you're in a place of power
1: so how do you think Venus in retrograde and Mercury in retrograde and Saturn in retrograde Oh, and then there's Jupiter. Jupiter's in... Libra. Libra.
0: Which is also retrograde.
1: Right. Which is also kind of about relationships. Taurus yeah. is about essential energy.
0: Mm-hmm. It's our relationship with money.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. So if you want to look at Taurus from a relationship perspective, it's our relationship with money. It's our relationship with our possessions.
1: Hmm.
0: Right? Um the stuff that we own and where we place our value
1: so how do you think that's all going to play out i mean it's not long that venus and mercury are retrograde but it will together
0: no and and but saturn's shifting like right before mercury goes retrograde um it's hard to say yeah i'll I'll, like i know our economy okay the north american economy (laughs)
1: We knew what you meant. The North American economy. (laughs) Right.
0: Now it's coming out backwards. Saturn at 27 degrees of Sagittarius can often limit and restrict our economy. Um, Large corporations. Okay. Because we've got the conflict happening between... The Saturn energy of limitation and restriction in okay. the Sagittarius influence of growth and expansion, right? Uh-huh. Um, so the two are kind of, when Saturn's in Sag, there's, there's restriction of growth and expansion.
1: Right. There's major
0: restructuring that has to happen on... Um, a global level, not just north america. Is that
1: the degree we're at?
0: It will be stationing retrograde at 28 degrees. Oh. So like, you know, Saturn's at 27, people have been feeling more of an economic pinch. Like even last month, the amount of debt commercials I heard on the radio or TV and I'm like, how come every time there's a commercial break, there's something about refinancing your debt? Mm. Right,
1: could be that
0: it's taxes <clears throat> time too. So. <laughs> it's tax time, um, so the government wants their little piece. Mm-hmm. It is um, Saturn in Sagittarius, right? Okay, uh, people are noticing the restriction and the in the pinch. Um, you know, the real estate market continues to go through the roof. I know, boom, 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 ah, boom, 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 boom. Right, right, yeah. Um. And I'll just say that the last time Saturn was at 27 degrees of Sagittarius was when we had the real estate crash right. in the 80s. So it will do it again, you said, in like November? It's, yes, it'll be back at 27 degrees in, of Sagittarius in the month of November. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah, I mean, th- yeah, we didn't expect the crash to happen this time, but possibly in November. And and it may not happen. It may not be a crash, a correction, sorry. A
0: correction. Yeah. And it may not be the correction that transpired in the 80s. Right. Right. Um, But it's
1: not just the 80s that it happened. It's happened several times.
0: Every 28 years it happens. Right. Right. So prior to that, I didn't look up the dates. Yeah,
1: that's okay. I mean, that was the big one.
0: That's the one that the people in my generation will remember. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, subtract twenty eight years from when the crash was in the eighties.
1: Yeah,
0: or the correction. Yeah, was in the eighties.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I will. It'll be interesting you know, but to see what happens.
0: I get the odd uh, real estate article that comes across my Facebook page, and uh you know it continues to say that the real estate market is on an incline. I. I increase uh-huh. right so it is increasing like the cost I know, of homes but that's are the whole still thing. going up is
1: it the correction has to happen yeah right because i mean whether it's you know the bank rates you know changing the interest rates which will
0: which right now i think the bank of canada is uh trying to keep it at the rate that it's at right um but if the bank of canada changes interest rate then yeah there's going to be a everybody. slowdown well in the market absolutely.
1: not just to sit down every single their house because they they're are so high yeah because it's such a low interest rate they can afford it but once the interest rate goes up they're... yeah
0: yeah depends on how much it goes up if it goes up half a percent that's oh, not yeah. really a big deal but if it goes but a up 10% it usually
1: means something different yeah it
0: there. does yeah so but and again who knows what's going to happen i'm not and not a financial advisor by any so yeah <laughs> so It's just I. I'm very cautious about buying this time of year, or at this at these rates. Yeah. Right. I would be very cautious. Yeah. And that's all I can advise: is caution.
1: Right. I mean, it's good for people to sell. Absolutely. (laughs) Because if you
0: can hold your money in a pot while the market does correct itself, then you can get twice the house. You. Right. right right. and just rent but even rentals are hard to come by sure like the rental market's very very slim because um of the the cost of housing right and if you do find a place you're gonna pay high to rent yeah so when i bought my house a two-bedroom house in my area to rent ran about 1200 a month now it's more like 1600 a month wow
1: it's not so long.
0: it's it's almost a hundred dollars a year it's gone up mm. right so but again that's the the cost of yeah the home market continuing yeah. to yeah. increase yeah, right that's the problem. Yeah. so and again mercury will station direct on may third. so the pretty much the whole month of april you know we're in a mercury retrograde right right yeah so, just to recap, that is from April 9th to May 3rd. Right. So, and I have no idea what's in the stars for May yet. I haven't really looked at the details. Right. We but... haven't done any of them. No, no, yet, we're not finished yeah, we're yet. Not we're yet. not finished April yet. But I'm just saying, like, I'm hoping May's going to be better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be nice. Isn't it?
0: Well, you know what? It's all wonderful. <laughs>
1: Well, I think the first two weeks are going to be a little
0: heavy. So <laughs> I, I don't agree. Know what,
1: I don't know what we recommend. Just be cautious and
0: you yeah, know Yeah, really patient. process. Yeah, think before you speak. Really process what you're feeling. Process what you're thinking. Um, you know, you don't necessarily need to make a plan of action. Right. Right, in, fact, in, in probably, the first probably two not weeks a good of idea. April. Yeah, no, it's not. It would be ponder and process. Right? Be patient. Be patient. And and there's a sense of impatience with Mercury and Taurus. Like Taurus is a very patient sign. Um, but when you put the fastest moving planet in the slowest moving sun, hmm. then there's this energy of, you know, this patience that might come up with the Mercury retrograde in the sign of Taurus. <clears throat> so, right. and... Just a couple days after Mercury goes retrograde, we have full moon at two degrees of Libra. Um, okay. It will be conjunct, which is also in Libra. Okay. And so when we look at the full moon in Libra, we're really looking at our relationships. Okay. How we relate to other people. What type of growth do you expect or desire in your relationships? And or you can see the growth transpiring within your relationships, okay? And when I speak of a relationship, I'm not just speaking of, you know, a man and a woman or two lovers who are together or your your home partnership. I'm speaking of any type of interaction with an individual. Okay. So relations can be, you know... Yes, it can be your marriage partner, it can be your sexual partner, it can be your, your friends, it can be your neighbors, it can be, you know, the person your in boss. the lineup in front of you at the grocery yes. store that you're having a conversation with. Okay. Or the cashier. Um and and that's like so when I'm speaking of relations, I'm speaking big picture here, not one specific relationship. Right. Um so like just kind of be open because you may notice around the full moon that you're having concerns for those who are not as evolved as you are, mm. okay? Um, or you may be trying to find ways to help those who are less evolved, okay? And and I say be careful because there's something you need to learn. for The Venus retrograde activating the Jupiter retrograde in Libra.
1: <laughs> activating the
0: <laughs> Mercury retrograde in Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah then you will learn it right, right. <laughs> <Add> okay <moon. laughs> right? or you have the potential to see it in the full moon right okay. um and sometimes concern or trying to help people comes through ways that you would least expect it okay to to give somebody who managed money a chunk of money you're not really helping them no you're right um. So it's, you're, you're enabling. enabling, right? So you have to look at how you're allowing the exchange to happen, like the concern or the help, right? Um, and not enable because it's sometimes it's easier to enable, sure, than it is to disable <laughs> the enabling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, just no. People yeah. have problems saying no. Absolutely. Right? They'd rather not confront, they'd Mm -hmm. rather just do. Yep. Right. So it's hard when, depending on who it is, and it, it can be a challenge. Yeah. Just because we are a society that, you know, doesn't like to confront, be confrontive or say things or, you know, that may be construed as negative or, you know, or God did if it was our ego that you know, somehow <laughs> going to be construed that it's, you know, from our ego instead of, I mean, it's, yeah. it's everything we just, yeah. you know, we get caught up in, you know, what the right thing to do and we miss
0: what we're doing. Yep. And remember what I said earlier, be in your power. Yeah. Make choices from a place of power and not from a place of fear. And if you're in a place of fear, Process it, right? Really look at what's going on, so that you make the right choice when you need to make it. Right after the full moon, April fifteenth, Venus goes direct. Right. So the full moon's on the eleventh; Venus stations direct on the fifteenth.
1: It's gonna be one powerful full moon to highlight emotional stuff (laughs) (laughs) with everything. You know, in yeah, retrograde. and it's
0: in the sign of balance. But are we going to achieve that balance? It's a possibility. Okay, well, there's a right. positive s- twist on it. Yep. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Okay. Past the Venus retrograde. <laughs> right. Right. Do I want to move on? <laughs> um <laughs> Well, it's just it's been a
1: big piece of what's been happening around for a while. Yep. You know, there's there's stuff happening. Um, do you, do you know when um, it goes out of Pisces and back into Aries? Sorry.
0: I'm... Oh, wait a minute. The, I know the post shadow of Venus retrograde ends on. Oh, wait a minute. That's Mercury. Nope, that was Venus. The post shadow <laughs> of Venus, re- or Venus retrograde ends on May nineteenth. Okay. OK, it does have a longer pre and post shadow, but it's not like the pre and post shadow of a Mercury retrograde. Right. OK, it's it. Yes, it's a similar vibe where whatever it was we were learning when the planet was retrograde, we're now initiating moving forward. Right. Okay. Um, and some of the tensions or stresses that happen during a retrograde period can be reactivated during the direct phase in terms of you integrating the plan of moving forward um but like i don't see the you know us dealing with personal values and beliefs issues up to like it'll it'll dwindle down okay. right and the reason it has a longer um pre and post shadow is because it has a longer retrograde period right Right, right. right when Venus is retrograde, it's retrograde for six weeks. Um, when Mercury is retrograde, it's typically three weeks, three and a half. Right, we're experiencing more of a three and a half week retrograde right. with this particular Mercury retrograde, right? Um, the Mercury retrograde post shadow would be complete May 21st, so just
1: shortly after the Venus, the Venus.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, whatever it is we are integrating as the two planets move forward, okay, we're really focusing on the healing dynamic, and we're in a point of healing whatever was triggered. Right. So, which to me feels good. Right. Right? I don't view the post-shadows as a a difficult period. Um, However, on April 20th... Okay. ...Pluto Station rest. rest (laughs) <laughs> Retro- oh my. retrograde <laughs> my my yes so after Venus stations direct we will experience the Pluto retrograde um, and again with outer planet retrogrades it's really the week before to the week after right, right. Um, Pluto is all about transformation right it's currently in sign of Capricorn
1: it's been there for a long time it's going to be there for a long time
0: <coughs> yes It has been in Capricorn since, (coughs) sorry, January 2008. Wow, that is a long time. It stays in Capricorn until the 20s, right? Uh, It moves officially into the sign of Aquarius in November of 2024. Like it'll retrograde in and out of Aquarius for right. a little bit, but okay. like the last official move into the next sign is November 2024. So it's in Capricorn for a long time. Yeah. It takes society a while to integrate what it right. needs to transform. Right. Um, you know, so it's. It's, a, it's
1: the slowest it, moving of the planets that we have.
0: Yes. And it spends longer times in some signs than other, depending on what sign it is and where that is in the ecliptical in terms of the orbit right. or the elliptical in terms of the orbit. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 there for a while. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: So and while Pluto and Capricorn, then it activates Saturn stuff. Mm. Right. But typically for a retrograde... We're going to figure out when it stations retrograde on April 20th. So about a week before to a week after. Okay. You will understand what it is you need to transform within yourself. Okay. And it's really about focusing on like plentitude, a lot of something. Okay. So a lot of money could be, (laughs) it doesn't mean you will receive a lot of money. But it may mean that you're transforming your focus around you have a lot of oh. right? or what you desire to have out of. Station direct September twenty eighth. Um and when it does, then there's the potential to actually release your inhibitions and through um some some fears deep some on some deep level. So there goes Laurie playing with her cat. <laughs> she ball. takes off into the other room. The bowl I go where's expecting
1: okay. <laughs> almost went into her water ditch I've done like three or four times. It's like, oh come on. Righty. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Um so after Pluto Station's retrograde, we will have the new moon in the sign of Taurus on April twenty sixth. Um And this particular new moon is just really about tapping into a new quality of being. So, and when I say being, this is where I write capital B, capital E, and then lowercase ing. Um, The energy to be is just an energy of full acceptance of who you are, what everything is, how everything is in that moment. Right. Right? Right. Um, And it's just... Being okay with what everything is in that moment. Right. So for the new moon, what I would suggest is really just sit down and feel where you are. And be okay with where you are in in regards to anything in life. Okay. Okay. Because a couple of days later, the North Node will be moving into the sign of Leo on April 28th. So when we look at it's coming out of Virgo because the North Node kind of travels backwards right. through the signs right. and it goes into the sign of Leo. Right. And it is here where with the North Node and Leo, everyone will be focusing on developing individuality, a willingness to take center stage. So it's really about moving through your fears of, mm. you know, being out on center stage Um Following your heart's desire, strengthening. Because oh, it's Leo. Because it's Leo. It's all about heart-centeredness, right? right? It's all about um, what do you hold at a heart level? And if there's some wounds there, then you need to heal them. If there's love there, then you need to share it, hmm. right? Share it with yourself. Share it with others. Share it with, you know, your, just become more aware of the love vibration. Right. Right. Um, it's about strengthening your willpower, right? If you want to change your life, you need to do stuff differently. You need to initiate those changes. Nothing else will come and save you from whatever it is that you've created. Okay. And one really needs to use their willpower to do that. Okay. Um, in order to do that you need to feel more self-confident okay Mm -hmm. so there's the potential for this you're going to be put into situations where you need to draw upon your own self-confidence um taking more risks okay if you've been the type to just sit on the sidelines and just let things happen then you're going to recognize things aren't going to happen the way you want them to you have to put yourself out there um and there goes the cat with my (laughs) foot again (laughs)
1: but she's moving it just for me
0: yes, yes. <laughs> at least she's not biting you yet well I felt her teeth once okay
1: yeah I saw her <laughs> teeth once <laughs>
0: it's
1: not what she does to my foot no she probably like totally gnaws on it right? I get her back claws coming
0: up to uh you know de-gut my foot yep mm-hmm. um Other energies of North Node in Leo is enjoying life and having more fun. Nice. Right? Now, it
1: depends a little bit where it is in your chart. Absolutely. How much do you like that top that you have on?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That's okay. (laughs) She likes to play with my top. Uh, She (laughs) she pretty much likes to play with anything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, yes, depending on where Leo is in your chart, um, it'll, it'll hone it more specifically for you. Okay. Right. Right. I've got Leo in the 12th house. So oh. who knows what that means? <laughs> <laughs> so that must be confusing for you when stuff hits Leo. Yes. Okay. Yes. When stuff hits Leo, I, it's very difficult for me to define what that means. So I must have, oh, I must have. Part of Leo, the
1: very beginning of Leo, I guess, is in my first house.
0: Are you and Leo Rising? Oh no,
1: no, no! But Cancer. Wait a minute. Yeah, it's it's almost at the very end. Oh, it is at the very. It's near the very end of Cancer. So, you're, you're, well, so, Leo, yes, Cancer is in into Leo. <laughs> yeah, so so that means yeah. my first house is yeah. So your second house.
0: house cusp. Would be Leo.
1: Technically, but yes, most of Leo, I think most of Leo is in my first house.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: I think, yeah. Yeah, yes. it is. So you go through sure. some
0: self-transformation. Right. Interesting. Self-enjoyment, self-fun. Um, which also plays out in relationships because it pulls in the polarity house as well. Right? Oh, okay. When you're understanding who you are, you do that through how you relate to other people. Okay, right? So whenever I look at, okay, how is this impacting me as something moves through my first house, I'm really looking at um, you know, it's it's easier to to see the impact through your relationships with others. Oh, absolutely. That's versus in the self. That's the only way you yeah, can, really. Yeah. So, but again, there is more enjoyment of life, having more fun, looking at life as a game, right? Um, but it's it's a develop. It's an up to me attitude, right? Stop oh, looking that's for. Big,
1: that's my ha- my first house isn't all that small. It's almost halfway in between. So yeah, it's um, first and second.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's first and second. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, like my um, my rising
0: is like twenty six degrees. I think. Of cancer. Yeah, 26. Yeah, 25. So. so it's mostly, it's already, oh no, so when the north node moves in, it'll move into your second house first, because it comes from Virgo.
1: Oh, I should look at the uh, transit zone.
0: um because it does come from the virgo like it goes from virgo into leo right, so it's going backwards right. so it's not oh, going to yeah, enter yeah, into yeah. your first house it'll enter, it'll into enter into second your, sec- house. It's see, it's your it's second it's already in your second house right in the sign of virgo um oh, right yeah yeah and when we have the north node yeah in leo we have the south node in aquarius but it's which-
1: almost it's almost at the end of my third oh oh yeah no right okay
0: I'll say that again. Yep. When we have the North Node in Leo, <laughs> we have the South Node in Aquarius. Right. And these are tendencies that we need to release, right? Um, yielding to pre- peer pressure in order to belong. Okay. Um, if, if Leo's all around, you know, moving the self forward, standing in your, or moving forward with your own well power and your own self-confidence, then you really need to detach from what others think you should be doing, right? Um, which isn't necessarily an easy thing for some people to do, right? When when you're operating in life from a place of powerlessness... Right. Okay? Um, you're constantly yielding to peer pressure. Sure. To what others want you to do, right? Because you're putting their power before yours. So... It could be, an, an, it's going to be an interesting energy for some people. Right. And that happens when? So in April. <laughs> April 28th. Oh, okay. Um, the end of April. Yep. Detaching from emotional situations. Waiting for others to prompt your actions. Right. Again, it's still all in alignment with what I had said earlier. Um, Overlooking what's really going on. Excessive daydreaming. mm That's going to be difficult for me. Yeah, it's about releasing (laughs) Mm. excessive daydreaming.
1: Why? I would think daydreaming is Neptune's domain,
0: I guess. Dreaming is Neptune's domain. (laughs) Not daydreaming. Daydreaming is Uranus's domain. Oh, is it? Yes.
1: Oh.
0: Um... Aquarius energy is a daydreaming kind of energy oh, right yeah. right so huh. it's it's kind of like you can get caught up in the fantasy isn't the right word because uh, that would be Neptunian um, you can get caught up in the the dream itself okay right as opposed to attending to what you really need to be attending to hmm. so a daydream is a distraction from dealing with sure. day-to-day stuff.
1: I must be a very grounded Aquarius <laughs>
0: somewhere. <laughs> I daydream a lot. Yeah? Yeah. I
1: mean, I guess... I, uh, and,
0: and how I view a daydream is you allow your mind to take you on a journey into possibilities and potentials. I
1: do that when I meditate, but I don't know that I do that.
0: Versus practicalities. Hmm. So there's an avoidance of the practicality because the possibility seems so grand.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I I think I'm way more practical. I don't know what that would be, but
0: I don't know. It's your Saturn. Oh. In Aquarius. Right. Right. So once the nodes shift into Leo Aquarius, we are out of the karmic completion energy.
1: (laughs) Thank God, right?
0: yes um that we've been going through with the virgo pisces dynamic
1: right for a while now like several things have been going
0: through that yeah yeah the virgo pisces now it's this is this is the last bit (laughs) (coughs) promise well you know pisces (laughs) will come back (laughs) at some point in time but it's no longer on an evolutionary level Still karmically, but not, not evolutionary. The last aspect of the month is on April 30th. We have Saturn square Chiron. Mm. And whenever Saturn is square Chiron, it is time to let go of emotional patterns that have prevented you from expressing again. your true self. <laughs> I'll sit on my top. <laughs> But it's a little bit of a corner and it's yeah, very no. tempting. <laughs> it's also kind of lacy, so yeah. <laughs> it's only a top, not a big deal. Um, so, yeah. So anything that has, you know, stopped you from expressing your true self, Saturn square Chiron's going to tell you now it's the time to heal it. Okay. So it is a time to, again, once again, truly step into your power. It's also potentially an introspective time. Yeah, it would be that yeah. it
1: makes a lot of sense.
0: Um, and again, this is the second hit. The first hit was oh. December twenty eighth, okay. two thousand sixteen. Um, and then there is a third hit on November second. Right. So if you can think about what introspections you were doing around December twenty eighth, then you will right have a Christmas. clue. Yeah. <laughs>
1: See, why are you so much more vicious to me?
0: Because you can tolerate it. Oh. She's just totally chewing on your pants. I
1: know. (laughs) And my sock. And. (laughs) Well, this has been a good show. We've, uh, like basically done the hour so oh really oh yeah we, we talked we talked we might have went off topic a few times because yep. of me but and, and
0: got distracted because yeah. of angel well, a couple and you will see how big she is when Lori posts the picture oh it's posted holding. oh is it posted already oh, it's posted. <laughs> yes yeah. and i did not let her fur go near my eyes oh, so we're good, good. <laughs> that was good because she's starting to shed yeah <laughs> All
1: right. Well, you have been, is there any final message? I mean, we really don't know what this month, it's going to be an interesting month.
0: Uh, It is going to be an interesting month. Um, Maybe wait
1: until my uh, newsletter's out because that will have some further clarity because Nancy will write her.
0: Yeah. And once I sit down and write out my newsletter, I do get more clarity when I sit at my computer and process all of this um, versus just kind of reviewing and discussing it on on the air. Um, But it's, it'll be interesting. Like, and, and how I'm seeing, like, how I'm feeling the energy is to be very present, To be very aware of what's going on in you on a cellular level. And when I tap into the cellular level, I mean practically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Right. Right? Mm. So just kind of, just be present. Be grounded to the best of your ability.
1: Right. All right. Well, you've been listening to News for the Heart. If you want more information about Nancy... You can go to our website, <laughs> universalsky.com. It's going to get updated one of these days. Yes, very, and very soon, I promise. <laughs> We've been getting to the heart of what matters with What's Up in the Universal Sky for April twenty seventeenth. All right, Nance, we'll see you next month.
0: Have a question for Lori and want to be on the next news from The Heart Show? Drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org. News from the Heart is brought to you by Intuitive Soul and is produced by Major Radio for Clear Channel's iHeartRadio and bmajor.org.